There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The Millennial Divide, a podcast about navigating the millennial decade. We're early this week. Surprise! Early. We had so much to say, we just couldn't wait till Friday. So we're coming to you live and early in the week because there's lots to talk about. Well, we're not, no, we're not live. Oh, we're not live. No, we're on it's, a podcast. It's pre-recorded. So I don't yeah. want any, I just wanted to stop we're you right there because there's no, no, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I just, sorry. It may be slightly delayed. <laughs> that was Dimity. She's at the bottom end of this great decade. Hello, I'm 27 years old. And as Amy mentioned, I, my name is Dimity and I am the youngest member of this family and of our Millennial Divide podcast. We also have another member here. I'm here. I'm always here. <laughs> Elle's just lurking. Sitting in the quietly background. in the the corner waiting for my turn oh, as that's nice. usual oh, classic oh, middle child. I'm in the middle Elle's having a tough day today so we're gonna go easy on hers so she's in the middle and I'm Amy I'm at the top end just in 37 and probably not a millennial <laughs> every week it changes <laughs> every week I'm just further out by the time we wrap up this podcast I'll be a baby boomer okay so lots to talk about today and we've actually changed our agenda at the very last second Ooh, so we're gonna have to fresh. <laughs> We're going to have to wing it because breaking news. <laughs> uh, we could probably get an actual sound effect to put in there. <laughs> no, I uh, like yeah. Amy's. Producer Claire. <laughs> yeah, she'll find us one. Uh, we Breaking news about the news. We're going to talk about Michelle Guthrie being sacked from the ABC. So she is the managing director or CEO? Don't managing know director. Managing director of or was the managing director mm. of the ABC and it was announced that she was no longer this afternoon so we will talk about that we will also talk all things Lil- lily allen wow scandal scandal I i've gone love deep into this one <laughs> Me too. she has had a life and she's only 33 no she's my age. oh goodness i'm 33 crazy we're going to talk meditation because we'll need it after that and dim will cover that and we will talk recommendations so playing for keeps is a new tv show on channel 10 just started last week so we'll talk about that and we'll wrap it all up with a mantra so let's kick off ladies off we go all right michelle guthrie so dim talk us through what's happened today so today has been a big day for the ABC. As Ellen mentioned, the managing director of ABC, Michelle Guthrie, has been fired very unexpectedly. She was sacked just two and a half years into her five-year term at ABC, so they have a fixed term. The re- there's a few reasons that this is quite surprising. Um, the biggest one is that Michelle herself was not expecting this and is quite bewildered herself at the turn of events. According to the ABC, she's come out and said, while my contract permits the board to terminate my appointment without cause and with immediate effect, I believe there is no justification for the board to trigger that termination cause. At no point have any issues been raised with me about the transformation being undertaken, the investing in audiences strategy and my effectiveness in delivering against that strategy. 
Uh, Raphael Epstein, who is the Drive presenter, pretty quickly contested that and said in a series of tweets that were just recently uploaded on his Twitter that she actually was aware of some of the discussions, if not all, in relation to her work and her leadership style and, and, and things, her management of the ABC. Apparently, according to Raf, he said, I'm told the board spent hours with her workshopping how to address their concerns about her, quote, ability to bring along the staff, the executive, Canberra and the general public. She wasn't succeeding on any front, which is pretty damning. Good soundbite. Thanks, Raphael. So there's a lot of things to unpack. <laughs> it's a big one. It's a big one. She was the first female managing director mm. of the ABC. Um, we're not doing too well with our leaders, our no. female leaders. What do you guys reckon? I think what's been interesting in what's been coming out is a lot of it is about her vision for what the ABC was going to be. She came from Google Asia. So you would think fairly, you know, innovative being from Google and it seems that there's been maybe a bit of a mismatch is what I'm reading between the lines of you know what people have been saying in visions and leadership styles that kind of just said oh it's leadership styles but they haven't actually the board haven't actually laid out what what the problem was with her so that's what I've been kind of just trying to pick apart really yeah that's such a cop-out at the moment isn't it because that's mm. what they said about Turnbull mm. it's the same reason that's what they said about Rudd mm. and you wonder sometimes is leadership style just a cover for we don't like how you're you're the direction you're taking Abs- it. I think that's exactly what it is yeah, I think it's a cover <laughs> I think that's what they want you to think <laughs> and we don't like the way you're communicating with us because they've said a number of people have said she's a poor communicator Mm. she didn't communicate well internally or externally raf epstein again tweeted about it's not about diversity it's about she wasn't a good communicator Mm. others have said that um you know john fain really went to town and said that she was it was a astonishing fail that she was obsessed with platform structures and flowcharts and no interest in journalism And look, absolutely, that role would have to have a huge interest in journalism, but it also has to adapt to the modern world of media. And the the modern world of media is about platforms. Mm. And there's been so much great content out of the ABC in the last 12 months, I think. They've done award-winning documentaries they've done a ama- they've had amazing insights like they got the scoop on the Thai boys oh yeah for coming out of um the cave they've done these wonderful um, mini series they've got great content there catch up tv is brilliant iview works really well you compare it to mm. some of the commercial mm. networks like 10 and we'll talk about <laughs> catch up on 10 later with our recommendation but that's a, just a schmozzle if you yeah. look at channel 10's catch up yeah. I, I actually think from Externally, she looked like she was doing a great job. And what's interesting, is there a gender play in this? Well, I find that interesting because that has not come up in any of the articles. Nobody has mentioned gender. And I would have expected that that would have been the first point of call that everyone would have gone to. And everyone's more kind of going to she doesn't uphold the ABC values. You know, ABC is very in the hearts of a lot of people in Australia, I think. So, you know, it's very protected for a lot of, you know, we grew up with it and – but I did read that she copped heat recently. This was on Junkie. She copped heat for suggesting the ABC's investigative program, Four Corners, could improve by being kinder to businesses. So you can imagine in the ABC offices, they wouldn't have been taken that very well. No. And so I think that's kind of the direction that people have been taking. And it, it is so hard, Amy. I think absolutely what you've touched on is that we aren't in, we're not 
directly under that leadership style. It's a shame. Actually, I should ask my friends. Sorry, I should have done that before because I have a couple of friends who work at the ABC. <laughs> I'll come back next week and I'll tell you what they Stay said. It'll be done. It's too late. <laughs> Pretty old news. But I do wonder how the, how her leadership style might have affected the management of the ABC internally and what that looked like for them. And it's so difficult to make any assumptions from the outside. But I do think from the outsider perspective, she – it's a fixed term like she's got two she's two and a half years in couldn't they just have kept her for another like it's you know that's an argument that could be gone over a few parties and i just feel like everyone just needs to chill out just take Mm. a break like just take a breath before firing your leaders you know (laughs) i it's just everybody seems to be doing it it's the latest craze it's Mm. really cool i get it but it's frustrating to see a constant change of leadership and from the outsider perspective. Mm. And I get it. We're not from the inside, so we don't know. But were they doing that badly, the ABC, if they lost ratings? If they, lost- they, they had a lot of funding cuts, but that was – But that I was think the Liberal Party always yeah, more does But that's one of the arguments that she, she hasn't been standing advocate. up for the ABC and saying stop slashing our funds have had massive return i think it's been probably very stressful being at the abc and and that is something i do know from my friends who work there that you know the jobs are in question but they're always that's always the way anytime a new government comes in broadcasting yeah public broadcasting i mean a number of people have commented and this is what i love about the abc because all of the journos have just gone to town now (laughs) they're loving it (laughs) yeah and i mean to the point where one of the with where the ep of Four Corners, Sally Neighbour said, excellent decision. Yeah, that was interesting. And that's gone, you know, Mm. through every piece of media coverage. Which, of course, is interesting because a lot of the voices we've heard have been male voices in the, you know, the presenters from Mm. um, different radio programs. Mm. So that is... A female perspective, at least there's one. Yeah, and there, there, a number of women have commented and I think it'll be interesting to see what Virginia mm. Trioli says mm. later this week. But I think the, what has been a common thread is that the next person needs to have be tough, roll up their sleeves, get in there for a good fight, mm. protect journalism, which is all I totally agree with. However, they are a big business. They're a multi, multi-million dollar business mm. that works in a very unpredictable and changing landscape of, of media. And I think there has to be some type of acknowledgement that multi-channel and multi-structural approach is the way that they're going to survive and get more funding. Yep. And I think that's you've hit the nail on the head that maybe this is just the clash of the old guard with the new guard and mm. maybe she moved too fast for them. Possibly. And they've got scared. They, we need a change. We'll get someone from Google. Oh, no, hang on a minute. That's not – we don't want to go that fast. We mm. still want the core of the ABC and but take us in a new direction. So – that's right. And John Fain, who, you know, has come out and, and been quite scathing, he's been at the ABC for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Now, That's it, dinosaurs. I mean, I like John Fain, but <laughs> a bit of a dinosaur. Well, it might mean that he never <laughs> gets us on his show. But, <laughs> sorry, John Fain. Oh, no, we've but, lost our good, oh, our lost, big chance. That's our core audience. Yeah. <laughs> 774 in the morning. But I do think anyone who's been in an organisation for that long mm. – uh, do they have yeah. perspective on Are this? Are they institutionalised? Uh, yes, completely, 100%. <laughs> mm. And, you know, he said, oh, I was happy to have a woman. Well, with women are people too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, John. <laughs> so glad you were happy to have one Doesn't of us. Doesn't <laughs> mean that they're just going to bow over and give him what he, you mm. know, what he thinks is the right approach. It's It'll be really interesting to see the aftermath for this, particularly because she's kind of, I don't know if she's hinted or said and directly. She said she's she looking said she's at legal looking action. At, well, she's a legal media action. lawyer. 
Ah, yes, but that's I've, right. Yes. From what I've been reading, it doesn't seem like she's going to have much of a well, foot yeah, to stand on because they had every right in the contract to no, well, fire without that, reason. They I accordingly think that according to unfair dismissal laws, mm. though, that she would have grounds if they didn't do the management. appropriate management. Yeah. Or um, there's a certain level I think you get to where. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's just me. It's like the lowest level. (laughs) I think at some point. I've never got up that high to know any different. (laughs) She would be getting a good payout, I would say. Oh, so she's got a year's salary payout, which is about 900000 So, yeah, she's doing all right. She's doing all right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we will stay tuned. We might come back to this next week because Mm. there'll be more that unfolds as as the week progresses, but very interesting one and one we'd love to hear your thoughts on. So, Follow us on the socials if you haven't already, but um, we'd love to hear your thoughts at The Millennial Divide. We're on all the socials now. We are, aren't we, Dim? Or Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> We're so all over it. We're so millennial. So, yeah, come and talk to us about it because we'd love to hear your thoughts. And um, any of my friends that work at the ABC, I'm coming for you. We'll chat. Yeah, maybe we'll get them in next week for anonymous interview. So, lighter topic now and heavier. <laughs> oh. Lily Allen. Let's get it started. Oh my God. Wow. Talk us through it. Yes. I love Lily Allen. Let me just put it out there. From the beginning, first album, I was a fan. It's very catchy, isn't it? It's very catchy. We don't say the F word on here, but F you. Do we not say the F word? Because I say it literally every week, multiple times. I really try to get us into the PG rating. Sorry. Maybe I should. I think I should have it as a side topic. Having reflected on um, my swearing during this podcast, I think I'm going to quit swearing. Oh, yeah. I sound a little bit um, vulgar. Oh, oh, sometimes as emphasis. Sometimes. That's what I think. So back to Lily Allen. Lily Allen, yeah, who <laughs> loved it. Yeah, does swear a lot. Went off the radar for a little while. I didn't even realise she released her latest album in June this year. Who knew? Yeah, did I knew. you know? Yeah, I love it. It's called No Shame. My girl. Yeah. And it was about her divorce and very deep and everything. But what we wanted to talk about was that she's releasing a tell-all on the first of October. So I think that's next week. Called My Thoughts Exactly. And what has been quite scandalous about this book is that there's a number of stories about her experiences with celebrities. And the escorts. Liam, oh, there's so much. There's so many thoughts with this. The first one is with Liam Gallagher where apparently she – I have to quote this because I quite like it. We got hammered on the plane. At some point, Liam, Liam and I found ourselves together in the toilet doing something that we shouldn't have been doing and it wasn't drugs. <laughs> so, you know – Take from that what you will. And then apparently they went back to a hotel room and six months later on that night he said, nobody can know about this because I'm married. And she went, oh, yeah, you're married. Six months later she got a phone call from him and his wife and he was calling saying, you need, you know, you need to deny that nothing happened, did it, Lily? So now she's written a book about it, <laughs> which is great. There was another one with Orlando Bloom where she said that she was up for something and he was up for something because he was a bit of a flirt and she – then drunkenly headbutted him and blacked out. So nothing happened between them. And the last one was that Gwyneth and Chris Martin staged a bit of an intervention of sorts. This this while they were consciously uncoupling, which is just, you know, lovely. They're so generous. Let's talk about Gwyneth instead. I love Gwen. God, what can she do any wrong? No. She put um, her in touch with her marriage counsellor. Yes, which she didn't take them up on, but she realised. <laughs> she really appreciated it though. She did. She realised that she was at the bottom of where she was at. And that was, be, you know, I think all of that was 
What was amazing was listening to she attended nine schools while she was growing up, some state, some private. This was a British article that I read, so that had to be put in that some were private schools. Mm-hmm. She was eventually leaving. She left school at 15 with no qualifications. It's all about her drinking, her drugs, lots of sex. She's had bulimia. She, my, I'm exhausted just reading it. My top three that I had were Liam Gallagher, as you mentioned. I thought that was juicy. Also the fact, and I know that this was released a little while ago, so it's a bit of old news, but let's rehash. She had sex with a number of female escorts. Oh, yes, that was um, That well, was just to help her recover from her, her marriage. marriage. Yeah, I know. It's not, I'm, there's perfectly good reasons she for it. It's still interesting. Cuddle. Yeah, she just wanted to feel love. Very expensive mm. ones she wanted to add. She was like. <laughs> yeah, she did have that in. I'm classy yeah. still. Classy escorts. And also that she got sexually assaulted by an unnamed music Mm. exec. I thought that was particularly interesting because she really uh, threw Liam under the bus, didn't she? But that unnamed music exec gets to remain anonymous. Actually. Don't you reckon? Think about that. And I just thought, as a deeper issue, that's really interesting. It's so reflective. Maybe it's a power thing. I wonder if. if was 10, 15 years ago when Liam Gallagher was at the height of his fame, yeah. whether she would have done that yeah. or whether she would have feared retribution for that. Well, maybe not. Or maybe she just wanted to sell more books and she knew he'd get, he has the name. Well, I, think, yes. I think that's true. Yeah. And, and I could, think, no, yeah. I don't think the other guy's a nobody. I think he's a somebody. But you're nobody until somebody. No, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I think that he probably, um, she couldn't, she felt she couldn't bring his name out because mm. she would risk her own career. Mm. So still there's this absolute, and Lily Allen obviously is ballsy as mm. fudge. And <laughs> she. I'm going to like this, you uh, not swearing. Be much more Horrible already. But still wasn't, wasn't willing to do that. Mm. No, I didn't even think about that. That was mm. really interesting. But I also I did like sorry I did like mm. Nicole Appleton tweeting one day our paths will cross at no Lily that was Allen. months ago yeah but she must they must have given it a heads up I reckon yeah that this to is the book he would have been sent because she's going to be yeah. sued yeah surely well, oh potentially if there's if there's stuff no, in there it's that all true it's not slanderous it's just true <laughs> well I don't know there's a lot in there <laughs> don't sue her I back you Lily she's my fave she's my gal at, she's at been the, my gal for years well at the start I was like oh you know. She's gone through a lot. Maybe she seems to get all of this out. And then I kind of read that her album didn't do so well in June. She's had a couple of, you know, difficulties. And I thought, yeah, this is just seems a bit of a media grab. Exactly. She's so clever. What do you mean? Why is that a bad thing? That's so – that is so brilliant. She's like, shit, that didn't work. What else can I throw at it? You know what? What's a swear word equivalent? Um, I can do everything. I can throw everything at this. It doesn't have the same emphasis. I hate not swearing. It's awful. But she she did. She worked it out and she was like, what do you want? Escorts, Liam Gallagher, whatever. I got everything. Yeah, they must have, the editor would be like, anyone else? She's like, oh, yeah, there was that time with Liam. Yep, that's going in. What about Alana Bloom? Nothing happened, but I head butted it. Yep, perfect. Put it in, put it in. It's all good. But I did read that. She was, you know, she, her father is Keith Allen, who I had to Google, but he's a British actor, comedian, musician, singer, songwriter, artist, author, and television presenter. Wow. That's a, a don't not big triple CV. Threat. That's a, like a quadruple. What's eight? Uh, anyway, that's a lot of threats. Um, but yeah, that she, it just sounded like she was a, li- a little bit Amy Winehouse. Mm. That at 14, there was that scenario where she, um, her dad was playing in a celebrity soccer match or for some reason she was at a celebrity soccer match and one of the celebrities, a TV 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Star, who was 19 years old, so she was 14 mm-hmm. years old, he somehow forgot his cost, not costume, <laughs> what are they, uniform? <laughs> uniform. <laughs> and she was instructed by her father to deliver it to this guy. She delivers it to the, his hotel room. He plies her with alcohol, takes oh. her up, she has sex with this guy. Oh, She's 14. 14. Yep. And she thought a bit, she felt a bit icky about it and not quite right. It was consensual, but you know. Yeah. And her dad somehow, she must have told her dad about it, mm. and he used it as fodder for a joke with his mates. Oh my God. So I kind of think, oh, she's had, oh, I think she's had a really rough, of a rough ride yeah. and been exploited a bit. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I did have that feeling of, oh, do we need this all in a book? <laughs> oh, is this good for you? And yeah. oh, is this fair to all these people? Yeah. But you know, yes, she does need to sell records. <laughs> the answer that you've just posed is not rhetorical. <laughs> it's yes, and she's certainly back. We're talking about her again. So yeah, it's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. No, I think you're, she's 33. You know, she's a consenting adult now, and she, yeah, she's. I think she's done a brilliant job at her own marketing, and she knew mm. exactly what to do. And power to you, Lil. Well, now I want to go back and listen to her. Um, album, F-U, so F-U, no, the latest one. I want to. I want to hear about all the like divorce. That Amy, that's not the word. <laughs> yeah, it's a f- F you. Yeah, okay. I'm not swearing. <laughs> I just fill in the blanks. All right, we're moving on. So, dim meditation. Oh my gosh, I haven't told you this, Amy. I told Ellen, oh. and then she made me bring it on the podcast. I said it's good content. Yeah, save it, save it. I was like, but I want you to. Know it. She's like, shut up. <laughs> Save it for the podcast. I just um, feel like I'm going to hate this, but so I'm bracing No, you'll myself. like it. Oh, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like so it. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, aside from our own, <laughs> and consistently the message I've been getting from these podcasts and just the world around me really is that I'm not doing enough at, because I'm not doing any meditation. And although I've heard this for years and I've always been kind of like aware of meditation being a thing, but, you know, good for you, not for me. But then a couple of weeks ago, I thought, you know what? Maybe I would be a better person if I just started meditating. That's all I need to do. That's I thought you thought secret. you'd be a better person if you became a vegetarian. This what is my new vegan. That was last week. Oh, vegan. That's old news. This week it's Did meditation. you even try that? <laughs> I did for two out of three meals. In a day? <laughs> yeah, in a day. So like breakfast and lunch. <laughs> yes. And then I had some meat and dinner. But yeah, no, I felt, I felt good that day for half the day yeah okay great i'm gonna keep going all right this is my new wellness like pursuit you are change you are gwyneth paltrow i am right there you are goop okay sorry we yeah so what i did was i downloaded a couple of apps and i set an alarm for every day at 705 a.m after i finished my breakfast because apparently meditation helps your food digest better (laughs) not apparently i've been listening to podcasts they say that okay and I sat for five minutes and meditated mm-hmm. after. Now you're looking all. No, no, I'm just listening. Uh, Ellen's I like mom. this. Okay. She's like, mm. <laughs> sounds cool, Dim. So, yeah, I sat there for five minutes and I meditated in the morning. And 
I felt so sanctimonious. Sanctimonious. <laughs> I was like, I'm better than all of you people <laughs> everywhere. And I'd look at someone, I was like, you? I'm better than you. Did you meditate? No. Go F yourself. Oh. No, I didn't. I wasn't because I had no awful thoughts in my head because I was such a, a goddess. So I did it for five days in a row, I think. And I have to note a couple of things. So I have a few caveats with it. I am a victim of SADS. Mm. Oh, like diagnose Seasonal adjustment disorder. Self-diagnosed. Self-diagnosed. No, mum told me. She did. She sent me an article and was like, this is you. So it's seasonal affective disorder. And during winter, I do get very down. I think that's called living in Melbourne in winter. No, but Dimity, maybe it's just that you complain about it more than everyone else. You do complain about the weather a lot. I do. But what's the deal? Like one, one is, they're one of the same. In my opinion, it's like, yes, I complain because I'm so sad. Anyway, so it did coincide. My meditation coincided with some beautiful Melbourne days. Mm. And then on the first day that it was not as nice, it was really hard to get up out of bed. And so I didn't. And then I ran out of time to meditate and I haven't done it since. And I felt really sad again. But also the, the weather is sad. So the jury's out. <laughs> what a long way to tell you. Oh my god. I did some really good evidence base. <laughs> it kind of worked. Not quite sure how it goes. Good luck, everyone. Well, Dim, I think that's good. How long did you meditate for? Five. Were you listening? Oh, five minutes. Sorry. I did. I, well, I tuned I, out about halfway through when it got into the sads. And I was like, how, when is this story ending? I wish you'd swear I more. I just had the mic for a little while. So I chose so this to is going to go on forever. Is this a meditation? I went into my mindfulness. Breathe out. I've been told that all of us have very good meditation voices. So maybe that's a great off that we can do. (laughs) No, I think meditation is good. I certainly um, find in stressful times I meditate. Do you? Oh, definitely. See, that's why I said she'd like it. Tell me more. Yeah, well, you mean it doesn't owe its own its own topic on a podcast? Did you not think that that was? You know, all right. I'm going to give you. I'll I'll take your meditation. I'll up you one. I'll give you. I'll give you one thing to do each day that'll make you. I guarantee it will make you happier. And Ooh. there are numerous. How's the hang on? How have you taken this long to tell us this? <laughs> this is we the secret talk. of happiness. Oh, I'm giving it to everyone. You. Amy. Hold on. And we did not know in this of, podcast that you would get the secret to happiness. I've just, I'm just about to complete an undergraduate in psychology. I'm all over this. She and knows. there is lots of data on this one. So it's clinically proven. It's evidence-based. Gratitude, my friend. Three things every day. It's very Oprah of you. Yeah, but that have actually I do it every day. Do you? Yep. I do three really? things. I think what am I grateful for today? And they can be little things. Mm. Sometimes it's just, I am so grateful for the shower, the hot shower this morning. Mm. I'm so grateful to have this warm flowing water. Or I'm so grateful that I can walk to work or walk to the shops. We okay, do I've got three. I've got three. I've got three. Oh. So this morning, <laughs> this, this morning. This morning. This morning. therapy session. Yes. Thank you. It's helpful. Help this her morning, with Self-diagnosed. Self-diagnosed. Yeah, so it was cold this morning and I was having a rough morning and I pre-grind my coffee every morning and bring it into work and then use my AeroPress to have my coffee at work. I am oh the God. biggest wanker. I'm the biggest wanker. Anyway, so I bring it in a little glass jar because it looked cuter than a plastic container and serves me right because first thing I did this morning was smash my pre-ground oh, coffee all over the kitchen no. at work and it went everywhere. The thing that I'm grateful for is that this lovely co-worker was there when it happened, helped me clean it all up, 
gave me instructions about how I actually didn't effectively manage the glass and probably like gave me some helpful tips for putting it into a separate bag next time so that it doesn't like injure people when they clean the bins and also gave me um, her own coffee that was also oh, pre-ground. Oh, and so I had a bonded. good coffee. It that was is so is nice. lovely. That was quite a long story, so I'll save it. Does anybody else have any other things? That well, I was just going to add with the meditation that have you guys done Budify? Mm. which is brilliant. Yeah. If an anyone app. needs an app, yeah. it's the yeah, most brilliant I app. wanted to mention them because I use Smiling Minds. Smiling Minds is good. Yep. And, and that's great for kids too. Smiling Minds is a really good one if you're a teacher or even if you just have kids at home, they've got a really good kids version. Yes. And maybe I can't actually remember the other one. Hang on. Well, Budify is really great because often, you know, if you can't sleep at night, what I like about Budify is they have this cool kind of spiral wheel of what you want your meditation to be so it might be to get you energized or it might be to relax you or it might be to get you to sleep and literally the one that gets you to sleep is seven minutes and I've never heard the end of it oh wow because it always gets me to sleep okay. it's brilliant headspace was on. the other one I was oh yeah headspace oh, yeah. is great, too. great yeah okay yeah. good recommendation mm. I feel very zen oh, after that extra recommendation happier healthier calmer we're not ending there because <laughs> recommendations time. I'm super excited about this one. Me too. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, you're Why not on the mic. Surprised? Oh, there you're back. Oh, <laughs> yes. I I am very sorry. I got distracted because I was so excited. Um, why are you surprised that I like this one? I, we don't normally like the same recommendation. Oh, that's true. I just assume it's that true. I will like something and you will not. But this one. So this week, playing for keeps. It's on Channel Ten. Um, if you're listening from overseas, um, you can watch it online. Watch it online. <laughs> no, you I, can't. I think they ban oh. it. Yeah, they can't. When I was in Viet, when I was in uh, Vietnam, living in Vietnam for three months last year, I try. We try. We sorry. Side story. I've done lots of this tonight. I'm on. This is the kind of day I've been having. So strap yourselves in, everyone. It's okay, I might get edited out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't edit me. I'll put in some juicy stuff. Anyway, I we were over there when The Bachelor was on and we were so desperate to watch The Bachelor that we had to pirate it from three different through three different um, websites and stream it in order to watch mm. The Bachelor. You know Vietnam. what? You did not need to do that. All you needed to do was watch um, The Bachelor Vietnam, which is going viral this week what? because what? Google it, people. A woman gets a rose in, and the Vietnamese Osha um, version says, you know, come forward, you don't accept, accept the rose. She cannot because she says, I, have, I came into the house to find love and I found love. Oh, with a woman. With another woman. Oh, yes. Yep. Oh, and then wow. she goes and gives her rose. I think to, it was hard to understand with it's all like of Megan the. It's like Megan in one of the yes, bachelors it was, a few it was, seasons ago. And oh, Vietnamese Osha is much more forthright. And he was like, are you sure about this? <laughs> and she said, yes. And the other woman comes, they leave together. Anyway, oh, so my God. Do you know what? I'm That's never going back quite a big Australian. statement in Vietnamese culture, I think. Like homosexuality, I at one stage tried to broach it with some friends that we had over there and they were very confused by my question. I don't know if it's like as big a you know, movement in Vietnam as it has been in Australia recently. Well, get on board the Vietnamese oh, Bachelor heaven. this week. Anyway, sorry, Back are you done? To the, the actual recommendation, which is not the Vietnamese Bachelor, <laughs> playing for keeps. So started last week. It's on Channel 10. Possibly you can YouTube it. Who knows? But you can get it on Channel 10 Catch Up. So it's a story about a fictional AFL team called the Southern Jets Football Club. And it's basically replicated on a Melbourne footy team playing in the AFL. It features the lives of the players and the coach and Most their partners, the wags, the, wags. the women, uh, the, what are they called? Wives, wives and, and girlfriends. girlfriends. 
stars Madeline West, who many will remember her from Neighbours fame where she was D-Bliss. She's also well-known because she's got six kids under a like With Shannon Bennett. Not Well, yes, with, but they're no longer. Oh. Yeah, they split. Oh, that's so sad. sad. Yeah. He lives in Byron now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Little side fact. <laughs> it's not just me tonight. We're all over the shop. Good luck editing this. <laughs> and exciting for Madeline West, she played a character called Dimity on House Husbands. Oh, oh yeah, I do remember that. What? Yeah, hmm. you've got a famous namesake, Dim. As a side note, um, everybody always tells me when there's anybody with a character or name in real life called Dimity because it's so unusual and no one has told me this. She played Dimity. I would have been way more. I know about Dimity Dumpty, which is the sequel to Humpty Dumpty. Dimity Duck. Dimity Duck and Aunt Dimity. It's mostly books. I think our segues are going, we're going to have to really cut back on. Sorry. (laughs) It's because I'm not swearing. I don't know what else to talk about. (laughs) Just like verbal diarrhea. Um, Okay, so... What do we think? Did everyone watched it? So basically yes. it follows the lives and the up the dramas and we've seen one episode. And what what was what's kind of the catalyst for this show like the first episode is that this character is coming from, you know, country I don't think it's Victoria, maybe country somewhere, somewhere. Fictional country. and she's moved to Melbourne to be with her boyfriend who's just joined the this football team. So she's a very we were, I was kind of talking about it with my husband and you know, she's a very – if it was an American one, she'd be a real, ah, shucks, gee whiz kind of mm. character. And instead she's a crikey, what's this kind of real country person. So it's kind of her juxtaposing her against the um, the Melbourne wags who are all queefed and did beautiful. Did you like it, I did like it. I found the main character a little bit grating. Madeline West. No, no, I love Madeline oh, West. No, no, the, the, the country character. The cunt page, I think yeah, her name is. Um, no, I liked her. I just thought it was a bit overdone. Um, but I loved Madeline West and I loved all the other WAG characters and I liked that they were a bit – they weren't just one-dimensional. I no. thought on the ads yes. I thought they would be really – Dumb and stupid, but I like that they had a bit of light and shade to them. I Particularly agree. Madeline West. I thought she was just going to be this bitch, but she was actually a really lovely character and you kind of saw this complexity to her. So, yeah, no, I liked it. I think it'll be good, you know, just on the background kind of every week. Oh, I'm not in the background. And, I'm know. in. <laughs> I love it. I thought it was great. I was like because, you know, these um, personalities living in Victoria with the football, they're so prominent. They're everywhere. You, know, you think of the Beck Judds and the yeah. – is it Tanya Hurd who I thought of yeah. – I liked it too, a lot, and I especially liked it because it's so easy for these kinds of programs to just rely on the trope Mm. of women being bitchy towards each other and making their lives difficult, and it didn't. And good on you, emphasis, (laughs) women. No, I I think it was much better than I was expecting. Yeah. I think the wardrobes are going to be great. Yeah. I like where the characters can take it. There's lots of different angles. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch for the next episode. It's so boring when we all agree. It no. I, mean, I thought it was agree. sexist for some reason. <laughs> there we go. Oh, feels much better. <laughs> okay, so final thing for today and we're ending on a nice calming note for you all. <laughs> so don't worry. No fights here. Mantra L, we've got, we've got an external one. Thanks, Mum, yes. for last week. Yes. That was a goodie. Wonderful. But we do have another external one, but we haven't. Unfortunately for us, we haven't dialed her in. Oh, that would be amazing. I wish. I know. That's that be great? the aim. That's when we know we've made it. Okay, yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this woman and we had to introduce her to Dimity. So now we're introducing her officially to everybody. And it is Glennon Doyle. And I've forgotten the name of her book. 
Oh, Love Warrior is the one, her probably her most well-known book about her uh, separation from her husband and the reconciliation and that whole process. And she's an American blogger now and she's an activist and uh, now, not to give anything away because she's on Instagram, so you'll probably see her, but she's with a woman now and that was, you know, a big kind of step forward for her so she's because she's a amazing. christian money yeah. mummy blogger she was a mm. christian mummy blogger so that was quite controversial conservative yeah so it is glennon doyle i don't know if i said her name before and she on instagram is quite inspirational and this popped up the other day and amy tagged both dimity and i and i thought ah oh, perfect mantra Dimity, you hadn't seen it yet. So great. Oh, you can really react as if you haven't seen it. It really made a difference to my life, that thing you tagged me in. Thank you. And the meme was, let whoever think whatever. And underneath she's written, thing we can control, who we are. Thing we cannot control, who others perceive us to be. Ultimate fool's errand, spending your one life fixing and controlling and manipulating what everyone on earth thinks of you. Good news is no one's thinking about you as much as you think they are. What they're thinking about is what everyone else is thinking of them. And it just really hit home for me because I remember when I was about 16, I thought everybody was thinking about me. And it's only as I've gone older. I still think that. What? (laughs) Have we meant to have grown out of that? (laughs) But uh, getting older, you do realise that, oh, everyone's just got their own stuff. And, you know, let them think whatever. And if they're thinking poorly of you, if you're living your life according to your values and hopefully being kind to people and all of that, well, then that's on them. It's not on you to fix that. And you can't fix it, actually. It's out of your control. Mm. So don't try. So I thought that was a really nice one. Yeah, I love, I just love everything she does. She's worth looking into this. <laughs> Lennon Doyle. We're going to check in next week and see if you've gone yeah, on her gonna, Instagram. I'm going to tag you in every post that she does. <laughs> yeah, she, she's just very sensible. And if you haven't mm. read Love Warrior, if you're going through a tough time or or you're just in a long-term relationship and you sort of after insight, it's it's just she writes really beautifully. She does. She's got some good mates. She's friends with you know Cheryl Strait and Elizabeth Gilbert and a few other really notable um, high profile female authors. And um, yeah, and she's, she's funny. Pra- yeah, she is funny. She's, she's pragmatic. You know, I think sometimes these recommendations we can be like, oh, and they're just so earnest. beautiful. Mm. She's funny and she's got a really um, hilarious way of describing things and yeah yeah and she doesn't come to life unscathed you know she was recovering bulimic Mm. and alcoholic and yeah she's she's interesting so yeah get on board dim i'm just following her on instagram yes (laughs) one more follower for glennon woohoo hard name to spell everybody g-l-e-double-n-o-n-d like millennial (laughs) got a double n so, speaking of which, that's been the Millennial Divide. If you've liked what you've heard, subscribe in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also rate, review or leave us a comment. Love to hear your comments. Tell us what you think and um, tell your friends because we also love hearing from them. We love to hear all different perspectives. So, spread the word. Um, and don't forget to follow us on the socials. So, as we said earlier, it's at the Millennial Divide. Two L's, two N's for millennial. We all spell it incorrectly many times. It's two L's, two N's. So we'll see you next week and thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.